Blog Talk Radio. Oh my God. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm just going to introduce everyone. 
party started. So first things first, I'm going to say my partner in crime, the in Clifton Forge, Virginia. She we picked her up. My we picked her up and took her down to Atlanta with us, and she we went on a road trip. It was our first one together, longer than four, four hours. This was like a 12 hours up and down, right? So yep, or so I have. So this was kind of amazing. So please welcome to the show the sexy, uh, I don't even know your name now, the sexy poor Erin <laughs> Marie. You don't know my name unless a piece of paper tells you that. That just yeah, shows you how memorable so. our weekend was together. <laughs> but you're her favorite. Don't forget it. But you're her favorite. You're her favorite. <laughs> Lie. Whoever the fuck you are. <laughs> Like I can't even I can't even like remember like what who you are, what's gonna be a great show. Oh, great Real quick. I love it. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now now for, let me bring in our other sexy, which is my opposite end on the West Coast. You got my girl in Seattle. She is my sexy werewolf witch, and she is, not only is she into extreme horror and all things female extreme horror, she's also into LARPing and all that fun and gaming. You can see her sometimes at Gen Con, and she wants to make movies, don't we all? But, you know, she's going to make that werewolf movie, and it's going to kick ass. And my girl, Seattle, Queenie Todd, welcome to the show. That was a strong <laughs> howl. Nice. That was That's a nice howl. Oh thank you. you know, oh, you would be very. You would be very proud of me, Queenie. I was outside in the smoking area during the party when there was a lot of drunks around, and there was one guy acting super wild and shit. And I was like, "Well, if you're a wolf, howl, motherfucker!" And I got the entire smoking area howling at the moon. Yes. <laughs> I, I am proud. I'm very proud. Thank you for. I thought the so. Wild. Yes, uh, I let it happen. There was also Queenie. One of the things where I just played the 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 metal song I played is called Deranged. It's the title track from Casket Creatures' last album, and and they also do a song called Werewolf Space Women or from Outer Space, and they do this whole thing about werewolf alien space women attacking teenagers for their blood. It's actually rather entertaining. That sounds freaking awesome. Like yeah. yeah. So, the, the lyrics are priceless. The lyrics are no, priceless. No, and That's so right. once again, I want to thank Ryan I'm playing two songs of theirs tonight. I'm going to close out with their song. I want to thank Ryan Cadaver for letting me use their song music on the show tonight. So, uh, so thank you for that. And um, last but not least, I got one more sexy witch to bring on, and it's our regular correspondent, our sexy vampire witch of the north, who also happened to come down and join us for Days of the Dead. So we had three of our main core sexy witches of the five that we have as our regular cast of sexy witches. So that was good. We're going to get close. Someday we'll get all four, maybe even all five of us in the same room. That would, But the world wouldn't be able to handle that. That would be like the end of the world. So, yeah. um, no, so maybe not. The maybe, maybe We just call the corner. Or the beginning of a new we world. Could. I will no, be fire. Be. No, it's the natural order. You've never heard of natural order. Earth, air, fire, and water. I'm, I'm already fire. earth. I mean, I have to be earth. If I'm not earth, I'm just going to throw everything out of balance. So you better put me there. So, I'm anyway, air. Uh, it's true. It's true. You are earth. <laughs> 
But anyway, I want to welcome my girl Bonnie from the San Francisco Vampire Witches in North. You're on with the Sexy Witches. How are you doing today? Awesome. I think I'm avoiding uh, the con crud. Um, tired, and my, my voice is like a tad bit lower, but I have been hanging out still with my friend <coughs> Pat Blue Ribbon, so I don't know. But yeah, how, how are you guys <laughs> feeling? Are you guys feeling under the weather? How is it? Because there was a lot of talk about con crud, and it seems like every con I go to, there's more and more talk about the con crud, but... Is it really something that you fucking get there, like a virus? Or is it simply because we're up all goddamn night doing all sorts of things and we run down our oh. immune system so much that then when we go home, we like if we, if we fly, for instance, or whatever, we get whatever's around us very easily. So I'm not really quite sure. This I, time I popped up. Or there's always just there. that one asshole that brings it with them. I know. I have to stop eating assholes when I'm at cons. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's oh, they're, they're dirty. They're the bacteria is not good. Oh my god! This <laughs> what it is. Okay, think, this is why I have, listen, ladies and gentlemen, the sexy witches. They will tell you. <laughs> <Yeah. your voice. laughs> All right. Stop yeah, eating so assholes. We're not going to talk about eating assholes right now. Um, I think. Okay, girl. <laughs> we should yeah, be talking about this on the radio. We, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm all for I was going to say, I kind of. After all, I, I honestly girl. came out of Days of the Dead with more porn than I did horror movies. So <laughs> I have to say, she was yeah. really, she was so cute and excited about it too. She was like so cute and like you know, kind of slightly hunched over and holding onto them with both hands and like, like hee hee, <laughs> sparkle. Because I, yeah, I, I was cute. I'm, I don't have oh, go well, oh well, yes, and 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 also it was just fun. So, what kind of movies do you like? You know, don't wake me out some, and that's what he picked out. So you know, hey. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I watched one of them. I watched the evil, the, the teenage vampire one, evil, evil of the day or something. I had to. It's really. It's just a really bad slasher, but it pretends like there's vampires, but there's really not vampires. And there's two <laughs> old guys, and they just go around kidnapping girls and boys for these fake vampires that are doing blood transfusion of teenagers. Uh, but it really doesn't make any sense. But the girls are really pretty, and there's lots of sex, like lots of sex. <laughs> and, uh, especially I the think first that half. means it's and good. Sorry. <laughs> it's entertaining. I see why guys yeah. was like, like it, it's entertaining in, a, in a, like you know, it's, you know how slashers run a spectrum of completely dull to entertaining to actually clever, but there's more just in the yeah. entertaining level. That's where it is. It's just very entertaining. I can see it playing well to an audience of really high and drunk boys. And, you know, so. Uh, really um, high and know, drunk and boys I, and Queenie. Yeah. And Queenie. Oh, Queenie. No, you know, Queenie, you might queen. like it, but it's not. It, Queenie, you might like it, but I actually, no, I think you actually have better taste in this movie. Oh, so, so nice. So, <laughs> but, but you would like She's to like, Queenie's like, Queenie's all, I want to be rock bottom. What? <laughs> Let me stay so, here. Anyway, warm, I, have, I, haven't watched, <laughs> I haven't watched any of the other ones yet, and one of them is, I got a signed copy of Frankenhooker from the Unearthed Films table, Ooh. and, uh, so I actually haven't seen it in its entirety, like, even though they've been around, uh, I would probably say I was in high school. 
So you're it'll be like watching it. it with brand oh. new eyes. You know, I know, I know the movie. I know the beats. I know yeah. exactly what happens. I remember the film, but yeah. it's going to be a different experience watching it this time around. So I'm looking forward to For me, to it that. was so much so. more feministic, like seeing it in my 30s or in my 20s and then in my 30s. It was different every time. And it, it just got more, I just saw the, the underlying feministic tones in it, like, you know, themes in it just more and more the older I got. It's a very, it's a very, very, it plays on many levels. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, I just got a note from our other sexy witch on the West Coast, my cousin. Um, he cannot join us tonight, but he has a very good reason. He is going to see a special screening of Hidden Figures with Dun, 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 special guest. Ooh, I wonder if it's Viola Davis. Wow. So, and, then he po- and then he posted me a picture of the line he is in, waiting for this special screening. So, awesome. We love Aaron. Aaron, mm-hmm. have a great time. And uh, I'm sure he is. That's why we have him call in. We love what he does. On He is, of all of us, he is, I think, he can... His geekery is accessible because of where he lives out in LA. And oh, so he's so I'm lucky. So, yeah. As so he and he just loves going to all this stuff, and it makes me like happy. <laughs> so I always root my cousin on. So yay, go enjoy Hidden Figures. I actually it's one of the few Oscar movies I really want to see. Uh, still haven't seen any of them. Uh, but speaking of movies, I didn't catch as many movies this year at Days of the Dead as I did the year before. Uh, the year before, I saw almost everything. It was amazing. I caught most of the movies and didn't miss many of the panels either. I wanted to see. Uh, this year, I met, the only film I really, really wanted to see was Catch, Kill, Release, which was playing on Friday night, but it actually played late because they forgot to put the movie on. And so I gave up and walked over to the Tom Savini panel instead, uh, but that was totally fine because it was Tom Savini and his makeup artists and, you know, Tom Savini he talking about... He was extremely entertaining. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry that good. I didn't get he my was... picture up for you, and I have a teeny video, too, but you know I'm horrible at uploading those things quickly. But, yeah, he was, okay. he was very I entertaining. Still have, I, I, at, at some point in the next couple of days, Bonnie, and this goes for everybody here, and also if anybody's listening, like Ryan Cadaver or Ethan Hamilton, I'm going to create a Dropbox with the photos that uh, my uh, my other sexy awesome. witch that you would uh I was able to bring my best friend, Kim Watts, and she's my photographer, and she's always been my photographer. This is something that we've been doing together forever and ever, and mm-hmm. so I was able to bring her as well this time, and she's my stealer of soul, <laughs> uh, which is which is amazing because I can't, I've been trying to figure out a nickname for her for weeks now. I'm like, what kind of nickname is it? And it just literally came to me when I was talking to Father Evil. I'm like, she's a stealer of souls. Of course she is. She's got a camera. You know, it just made all this just click. Boom. So, so I'm gonna. So everyone. Will, so the people, because I know that Bonnie, you requested a few, and I know that Ryan Cadaver want, and Nathan wanted some of the panel f- shots we took. So I'm gonna just put them in the Dropbox, and you guys will get an email, and you can pick what you want. Okay. Yay. Thank you, Kim. 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 Yeah. So thank you, Kim. Kim was did some amazing shots, and you can go to my profile and see us in our prom dresses. And also, I posted one of the three of us, which is like the most amazing picture of myself, Aaron, and Bonnie you'll ever see. Uh, it is like a great, perfect shot of us. So. Uh, so it's because we were still in our glow. There. We were still in our yeah. glow. We had just 
we, I think, because I still had, that was the first beer of the night I had because I don't drink. It was something light in a bottle. I usually have a can if I'm at a con because they fit in my puss better. So it was right after I got there, and we were all like, still. So. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, of, course, of course, after after all the, the shenanigans and the asshole eating, by the end, we were just like, bye, bitch. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I never. I, it wasn't real. I I was still pretty hyper. I got more hyper. Oh, oh no, I'm totally picky. Oh my god. The yesterday was so melancholy me for me because oh. yesterday oh I was just really melancholy because I was coming down from the con. It was like, man, I yeah. can't. I don't have anybody to talk to or hang out with now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happens oh, after oh, a convention for sure. For sure. Oh man. I, I came home, to, and, and yesterday was okay. I actually took the day off, though. I was very, very tired. I already had the day scheduled off, and I took the day off, and Paul wasn't feeling well, and so he took the day off, and we all kind of stayed out of bed. Not really sick, by the way. Um, but, um, you know, and then I go to work today, and work was just – I just was so frustrated at work. You know, I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I was so upset all day. Mm-hmm. Got riled it with my – got in with my coworkers, ranted in front of my coworkers today at the end of the day. I was like, come on guys, why am I doing all this work? And why do I have to be gone? Anyway, I was gone a week and anyway, anyway, I don't want to get into it, but anyway, so I, I understand weird days, weird days right after the con, but, but you know what? That happens. I think that counts as concrete as well, you know. So well, it's like I, I, I think it's because we come back to the matrix because we we do have to all exist. <laughs> there's there's a construct out there, and you go and we get to escape for a little while, and be part of this beautiful be part. And you know, it's its own construct. We have there are rules at a con, and then there aren't rules. But it's, so it's a mini matrix, but it's one that we really love. And then we have to come back to like the world's matrix, and we're like, ah. Uh, it was, it, but you know, it, it wasn't so bad. Um, there's supposed to be nah, snow tonight. Nah, I'm, hoping, okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to. Oh, how much, how much snow are you gonna get up there, Bonnie? You're supposed to get slammed. What's that? I oh, no, I know. I heard, up. and it's fucking, it's fucking nuts because it was like it got up to 44 degrees today, and I think by tomorrow morning it's supposed to be fucking nine degrees, and then it's only gonna be like yeah, nine degrees it, all day. Yep, that's what they're so saying. They're it's kind of saying that typical for us up too. Here, we're, we're, today we were in the get this low seventies today and tomorrow afternoon we're gonna be in the teens. Oh fuck yep, yeah, wait, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be okay. so cold. You win the you stupid know. weather oh. tiara. Here you go. Stupid weather oh, tiara belong to you. It's awesome. I know I hate it's stupid weather. Storm. This is a terrible storm mm-hmm. and it's about to hit. Yeah. It's pretty bad and, in Seattle, guys. It's pretty bad here. Like we have ice and snow. And you fight for like that rain, fight all this gross, like, it's just this wet pile of disgusting white shit, <laughs> you know, just like, go away. It's, it's a wintry, it's a go wintry symporum mix. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 in Seattle, meaning, it's not the meaning of the not the person it's that centaur, green, but the meaning of the word It's a green centaur. color in Seattle, like the the mound of snow. Oh. like in New York, in New York, it's like brown and black. Like it gets really brown yeah. and black and like rock, hard. rock hard. Rock <laughs> hard. No, but Queenie's right. The mounds in what well, was that about rock eight hard? Eight I, I come in on rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for rock it all. You guys are <laughs> <in the> fucking. <laughs> <gutter>. <laughs> rock hard. Do you blame us? 
listeners here, and new listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? This is the coven, y'all. <laughs> this is how it works. We are the sexy How we roll. We about sex. My yeah, name is not the porn roll. witch for nothing. Right. Yeah, like I said, I did go to the vinegar table, and that's where I I bought most of my movies from there. I only came back with like two honest to god horror films. Like I said, one was uh, Frankenhooker, and the other one was uh, American Guinea Pig, the first one. So, so anyway, <laughs> I did um, watch one of the American Guinea Pig movies today. You watched the one oh. I, I got the bouquet of Glo- bouquet, the first one, right? Uh, yeah, bouquet of blood and guts. Yeah, how is it? Guts and gore. I I like it. It's got really great practical effects. I mean, it's not a story, but it's not about that at all. It's just no, it's a reason to dismember girls. <laughs> so I was quite oh, impressed uh, with the practical effects. Marcus, Marcus Cook always delivers. Marcus Cook always delivers. Thumping my heart out to my man, Marcus. He's so good. He wasn't there this year, though. I didn't see him, right? He was. was he was. He was just he leaving was? in and out very quickly. Oh, I know he was because I gave him, <laughs> I gave, I gave him, well, um, uh, my card. I'd have to get it back from him every now and then because he wanted a, a place to like maybe to go and and do um, maintenance on one's body and stuff. This is too much information. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think I never asked why, but I guess you know some people don't like to do certain things in bathrooms and public bathrooms. So he's like, "Can I use your bathroom if I have to?" I'm like, "What if you have to destroy it? What the fuck?" You know? I'm like, "Well, yeah, I guess so." You're you're my buddy. You you make good cadavers. Cool. Here you go. <laughs> like, Hopefully don't that's not where it. the ass licking like, came in. I'm like any streak. You know, I didn't. I didn't real. I didn't really see this. I didn't really say this, but in my mind, I felt like saying any streaks or any splatters, and you were out of my life forever. I will never trust you again. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, thanks. funny. Punch. Um, well, I I didn't. I, well, I'm sorry I missed him because I didn't rec- I didn't see him that much this year. I I saw. Well, no, he was everybody scared. else yeah, I I bumped into almost everybody else I met last year, save one or two people. Yeah. Um, one of them was Dana, Dana Nosk. Uh, she's on the Madness group, and she's there last year. And it was like like the like what happened with Bonnie and I last year happened with Dana and I this year. Uh, it <laughs> we bumped into each other like three times it and said hi and gave big hugs, but yep. we didn't have a chance to talk for very long. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. but, but it was really cool. Cause then that, that means that next time I'll have more time with her, you know, cause you just get more time each time you see him. Right. So I, yeah, but, um, Mine yeah, this so year that for was that cool. was Christy Ray. Christy Ray was my, like last year, like you said, you and I would see each other just in the bathroom, like, hi, boy, hi, boy. And cause we just happened to be, it's crazy. It just happens sometimes. And this year for me, it was actress Christy Ray from pieces of talent. And she has something upcoming, but I forget the name, unfortunately. Um, she's the sweetest girl, sweetest, awesome chick. And we're like, Hey, on Friday. And then just every time I was in there, I knew where her table was, but she wouldn't be there or blah, blah, blah. It just, it happens. And they had two tracks this year, like you were saying earlier, Elizabeth. So two tracks plus the movie. So it was really hard to do everything. But at the same time, it was like really delightful trying to. It was so exciting. It made, but, it, made it really, but it actually, really. Actually, it was 
flexible this year. I actually thought that yeah. with the blue track, you know, I actually didn't feel like I was being crowded when it came to the show. I felt like I could get to, there was only the one time where the movie didn't start on time and that was fine because I was like, oh yeah, well like Consolation Prizes, I get to hear Tom Savini talk about, you know, Robert Kurtzman as a teenager. Oh, that hurts my feelings. You know, no, I'm going to be completely fine with that. So I walk over there and listen to Tom Savini. Uh, and I missed Doug Bradley for some other reasons. But other than that, I got to everything else I, I wanted to do. And, and, and yeah, I missed Doug Bradley. Bradley. I'm sorry, Queenie. Uh, I'm sorry. I know. I know. Sorry. And I, I, and I did mention, did I not, Aaron, mention I wanted to go do it for you. I wanted to. And I just couldn't get to it. It was like, okay. uh, I'm sorry, Queenie. But, but. We, we, we will work. We will make this up to you in some way. I, I promise. I think he's going to be up at Monster Mania. Maybe I'll. We'll make yeah. it that way. So. He's coming to Christmas. I didn't talk to him. Oh, that's right. He is coming to Christmas. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I didn't meet him this time either. But I met Doug um, Days of the Dead 2015. 2015. Right. Um, and I could tell he was he was there with Barbie Wilde, so it was. Good fun, really good fun. Ooh, that's like a nice pair. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. They were telling Sundays are great because like, and it was a real, real chill Sunday that year. And he's very, nice. very professional. You know, um, while he's the clock is on and it's the main hours of the room, he's very just you know head down. He's he's, he's good with people, but you don't really get a warmer story side of him in, until like I think after when they were kind of breaking breaking down and. He could feel the end of the con coming and stuff, so I, I got some video of, of them telling telling jokes to each other and just being generally like um, British and rank, ranking on each other as British people. <laughs> too, so, which is always priceless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we may have missed up Bradley, but I guarantee you, Queenie, none of us that wanted to be there missed Sarah Lynn Bozeman. I was there, myself and Aaron were there. Oh, we all yeah. sat right up. Um, it was one of the mm-hmm. most informative hours at the show, and not enough people were there. I think that was kind of untrue. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Much more, uh, boys, I was really disappointed to turn out, but boy, was it an interesting Wasn't story. Wasn't it a weird, and what time was, what, what, what time was that panel? It what? was nine I, o'clock. It was at nine o'clock Friday. at night. On Friday. That's, that's yeah, it was why. a nine o'clock panel. They go no, they go to movies. That's why it was poorly placed panel in my opinion. But no, they yeah, do an awesome it, job. Well, it but it's of, like it's hard to balance. It must be really fucking hard to balance that shit. So you know what? Oh, what yeah. is and Stacey's he was, last and he name was again? He was a last minute addition. So he was a last minute mm-hmm. addition anyway. So um, yeah, okay, that that, that explains it as well. So yeah, yeah. Someone um, had a question. What was Stacy's last name again? Because when I was talking to her that evening, she said that, yeah, that's it. Because uh, she said that Darren Lynn Bousman was under the impression that he was going to be speaking to film students. He wasn't aware it was a convention until he got there. Oh, he might not have been I don't, <laughs> I don't think that could be the case. I mean, that sounds really odd. I mean, but, but it doesn't, How did she but come across let's, let's that put that aside. Let's put that aside because I still want to talk about what the most important thing that myself and Aaron learned about Repo the Genetic Opera. That first yes. of all, he scooped, he gave us two scoops. 
One scoop is, is that he was filming a new nunsploitation movie called St. Agnes, and he's in the middle of filming that right now. That's why he was in Atlanta. We were the first crowd to hear that. So this is, we are the first people to say that on radio. So woohoo to that. That's rad. Uh, yes. Freaking cool. Uh, the second, second thing is, is that, and, and Aaron, I'm going to let Aaron take some of this story as well. Okay? Oh, yeah. So it, it turns out that, Anthony Stewart Head was always his first choice for a repo, for obvious reasons. He's amazing in the role. Uh, but the studio had enough money and wanted to hire a name for the draw, which makes sense because this is a risky project that they would want someone that they could bank. So, Queenie, well, yeah. I'm going to give you two guesses, and then I'm going to let Aaron take the, give you the answer. Um, okay. I'm going to give you a hint. He's okay. super blonde and super white. And I'll give you another hint. No, I'll just say, he's super blonde, super white, super famous in the eight, like, 80s, okay? Uh-huh. And, and in the blonde. 90s. White. Romance films, really, lots of them. Keith Sutherland? Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Carry out, carry out. Let's see so hungry eyes. Oh, That's geez. a good clue. I'm persuaded. Patrick Swayze. Patrick no. Swayze. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah. Patrick no. Swayze was originally, Swayze. not only was he originally slated to be the first Repo Man, but he had actually recorded every one of the songs they in Darren Lynn Bousman's his soundtrack. They finished Said his that soundtrack. he still it has exists. it and will eventually he release has it. it. Oh, oh my God! God. He, wa- he has to release that shit. He has to. He has. We have data to hear comp- it. data and compression. Has- I just I just watched Roadhouse yesterday and was like moist all day. So okay, so <laughs> I here, understand. I'm going to continue this story <laughs> though. But there's a Thank second Darren. part of this story, Queenie. This is the sad part of the story. Sit down because this is no. the second half of this story. Okay, so he finishes the entire se- the entire libretto. He does it all right. He sings the whole thing. And it's the first week of shooting, and he gets a phone call. And no, 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 no. Huh? They were in a meeting. Okay. Well, no, well, Darren, Darren and Patrick okay. were in a meeting, and they were talking. <laughs> and he said he had to take a call. And he said that so Patrick he walked, walked the across the room. Yeah. Walked around the corner, and he saw him hitting the wall and yelling, no, 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 over, over again. He did it much better than <sighs> I could, but you could tell he yeah. was, And it turns out he actually witnessed the phone call where he got the terrible, terrible news of his cancer. Uh, and he's telling oh my his story. And we're like, oh, fuck, you know, this is terrible. And then a week later he drops out of the project. But, yeah, that uh, fucked you me know, up all day. So that, that was like the one yeah. of the most stunning revelations of the entire convention and the story that came out of it. And so even though I'm really sad about the turnout for Bozeman, I'm so glad I was there to listen to him talk about it. So, um, yeah. so and, and, and I, hope he, I yeah. hope he appreciated that we appreciated him because we did. We absolutely yeah. loved him. I, re- I really loved seeing that panel for sure. He, he was feeling yeah, really proud. You could kind of tell. <laughs> Yeah, so, but, um, well, okay, according so to Stacey, kind of his wife is like nine months pregnant and ready to pop. Yeah, so that's, that's another well, that reason why he was probably very was, anxious. Well, and, and that's oh. true. And remember when I was talking to him about his current movie, Avatar? 
uh, which I just saw. And I was saying there's a very personal, because the ending is uber, uber, uber personal. Like, you don't write stuff like that unless it's coming from a place of truth. So that's why I was trying mm-hmm. to get it without spoiling. But, yeah, he mentioned his, uh, you know, when he was filming it, his wife was pregnant. So, you know, when he was making movies. So, uh, you know, so he said he was like, you know, you can tell. <laughs> there's there's definitely that connection there. And if you haven't seen it, I think you guys would like it. Um, Jessica Landis stars in it. And it's a kind of a noir horror mystery. But the last 20 minutes are pretty awesome. I liked the last 20 minutes of that movie quite a bit, um, but it's very weird. You'll like it, though. I haven't really disliked like anything weird. he's done, be, except for I've never actually seen Saw 2, so, or 3. Or really? Four. You wrote, no. I've that's, only seen that's Saw 1. That's the one, one with the pit of syringes. I don't know. I know the second one has oh, man, Amanda in it, and she, but, but I don't know anything more than that. You know, I don't watch... The song. I've never seen the Saw movies. And this is what everyone says when they find that out. Oh, well, you really have to sit down and watch the whole You have thing to watch them all at once. That's a lot of fucking time. Oh, my God. That's a lot of time. Me and my husband marathon it, like, all the time. We'll watch yeah, them all at once. Doable. Yeah, because they're fun. They're well, like watching a soap opera, but horror. And they make way more sense if you watch them that way. Yes, they do. Well, then you bring you bring them over, and I'll watch them. But I'm not. I I won't be able to. Uh, you'll have to make me watch them. You know, it'd be one of those things. All right, let's sit down for eight Butter hours. Up. We're watch these <laughs> I can do that. Movies. I got them all. <laughs> and you're gonna have to prepare for the new one anyway. Yep. New one. Oh, that's right. There's a new one. What the fuck? Why do we need more Saw movies, though? Do we really need them more? Why not? I mean, <laughs> yes, I, we do. I, guess, I mean, <laughs> no. okay. I guess you do. I guess. I don't know. No. Okay. No, we don't. Okay. Let's get back Any to excuse some, to like, see Tobin Bell. Come on now. Right? Well, I oh, like he needs Tobin to be more Bell. movies. He needs more work. Come on, guys. Yes, he does. absolutely awesome about about Days of the Dead. It wasn't just the main panels, but we got to talk more about them. But I wanted to talk about the smaller panels on Code Blue Track for a minute. Not only did they allow me to actually be on one, which was like crazy, because who wants to actually listen to me talk? Oh, wait a minute. I have a radio show. I shouldn't be saying that, right? <laughs> but there was so <laughs> much happening in the Blue Track that it was fa- it was so much fun. One of the things we got to do was it was horror on the 45s, and it was a, a person that brought 45s, and they played them and talked about regional novelty hits, and I ended up buying both of his books because, as you know, I have a, a, a jukebox with 45s, and so I'm always looking for novelty 45s. So that's what I'm playing right now is the regional hit, The Lurch, from the uh, Adams Family regional hit. So that's what this is. So uh, there was also, and oh my God, Queenie, you would have loved it. There was the gore at three in the afternoon panel, which was uh, three, uh, 
three special effects guys, including my boy Roar Wooly from Face Off, you know, and Netherworld, but also the guy who did Frankenstein and created Bikers, and I forget what the other guy did. I think it was Dollface. He did something like that. Uh, um, and so they showed how to do things on the cheap and talked about budget issues. They actually showed you how to split a person's throat without using squibs. You know, they just, like, it cool. was really cool. It was, and it was fun and listening to I them talk that. and they were demonstrating, you would have, and they were showing like cheap tricks, like, like how to do cotton swabs and make instant zombies, no. you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they did, they did a 10 minute zombie right in front of us, you know, uh, it was, it was, and it was just an hour-long panel. It was fantastic, and, yeah. and so it was. And Marcus was in there, there, right? Marcus was in that panel, I think. No. Marcus. Round glasses. In that panel. Black round glasses. Yes. Yes, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, that's was Marcus. In that panel. He just doesn't have it. He just has this signature kind of yeah, green or green. He either have green hair yeah. or pink hair, but he hasn't done that in a little while. No, no, he brought he brought his um. He brought the head he used in Frankenstein Created Bikers, the one that he filled with hot cakes, it turns out, to smash it. And he shows he didn't actually have time to actually do that effect, but he was, they were going to do it, but they didn't. But he showed how they did it and talked about it. And I just thought it was funny he mentioned cupcakes was one of the things that they used to smush out. Yeah, because of street trash <laughs> and the snack cakes. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, Marcus. Uh, that's right, Marcus. But I didn't get a chance to talk to him. That was the one time I did see Marcus. I was like, think about it. Of course it was. Uh, I don't have my notes. Well, we're going to try to get him on the show. Fucking winging this. I think so. Uh, you know, I, I really did. He do the makeup in uh, the second American Guinea Pig movie too. The uh, the he one actually, with the yes. um, Bloodshock. Bloodshock. Marcus directed yeah. and did all of the gore and special effects. So that, and, and like we talked about before, he got sick in the middle and ended up in the hospital and was crunched up and couldn't walk right. and like was stuck in the same fucking gowns that like the lead actor Danny Ellis was stuck in in, in Bloodshock. So it really affected the way that he edited the movie in the end. But yeah, Marcus directed and did all the gore for the second American Guinea Pig, which is Bloodshock yeah. and a bit more of like a personal kind of almost um, darkly bloody romantic side. By the end well, of a guinea pig, I, well, I, I like so. the last. Uh, I like the last fifteen minutes, and you know exactly mm-hmm. what fifteen minutes I mean. Of blood shock. Yeah. When, when the very Absolutely. the very end of blood shock is actually better, I think, than the first half, two thirds of the movie. Like it, it just really. It was it supposed just, to well, be. Just, it's that's what it's all yeah. about. It's supposed to be this beautiful. Yeah. It's supposed to be a very beautiful release. I believe Stephen Byro wanted it. Um, who wrote it? who directed the first one and is, you know, the owner of Unearthed and brought, you know, originally brought all of the guinea pig movies from Japan over here to, for distribution to begin with, now has, you know, of course, started this American guinea pig series. But, yeah, that he he was definitely like that. I forgot what I was thinking because, you know, crud, well, crud and cool. pets, blue ribbon. <laughs> there was no guinea, Party hard, there huh? was no guinea pig movie oh. this time around. So that was, I was, you know, but I do want to talk nope. about, we've mentioned so their names a couple of times. Um, even though, like I said, I wasn't as enamored with the most of the movies this year, there was exceptions to that rule. And the exception to that rule was the Etheria Film Festival. Um, which Absolutely. Stacy Pippi, who's the um, 
programmer and I believe even the owner festival owner of of uh, I think so, uh, yes. It's all yeah. yeah. hers. Yeah. It's hers. Yeah. Yeah. She she uh she brought her shorts, uh, a collect some of the shorts that have been on tour in the United States mm-hmm. and in over Europe too. And um, she brought a handful yeah. of those, and every single one of the ones that I saw was they great. Were. Uh, they, they were great. Were we so got to good, see nine of them. of them. There were nine in total, and I don't remember all the names, but they were so so good. One make would varied, make anyone cry. They were they were all different. Uh, and, yes. and they all, but they all were very women centric, but they were all definitely horror or, or, or genre of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's and, always, and it was, yeah, it's, it's always genre with Pippi. I, I got a chance to talk to her about her overall vision for Etheria in the long run. And she wants to bring, it's just genre in, in general. She wants to branch out and do sci-fi and do fantasy and, and do different things, but it's, it's H-E-R in the middle. So it's always female. It's always going to be female directors for this particular what, thing, unfortunately. Well, here's, not here's, the, I don't know. Did, did I tell you this story, Bonnie, what happened? After, I don't know if we did. We, it was after we parted with your ways. But we were downstairs at the concierge. This Queenie, listen to this story. You're going to love this. Uh, we were down at the I'm concierge. Uh, and believe it or not, Kane Hodder had handed Aaron some ice packs, and we were actually trying to get them back to Kane Hodder, which was, like, kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so we're at the concierge trying to get this back and and the guy was asking about the movies like oh yeah the best thing i saw was this short from these you know theory film festival called fragile storm which starred lance hegerson and it was a amazing oh my God, it was one of those movies that amazing, amazing. i bawled my eyes out so much that i almost yeah. missed the next movie because it was that powerful right. i was like oh talk about kill and i mentioned how great fragile storm was and this woman walks up to me and goes I hear you say fragile storm. <laughs> and I turn around and Stacey Pippi. And we and she introduced herself and we met and we and everyone witnessed it. We were talking about it and everything. And her friend Jamie was there and she was wearing a Luchagor T shirt and I mentioned Luchagor and they're like, Oh yeah, we know Gigi and I I think Queenie knows Gigi. I'm not really sure. But mm-hmm. we, we talked about it for a few minutes and we switched cards and stuff and so it was an amazing few moments. It was just a candid bump in the lobby on Sunday. It was awesome. And and then yeah, like after that Yeah, and like right after that, not only did did um that she friend me on Facebook and hooked me up, she hooked me up with the director of Fragile Storm and with Gigi from Hootrigor. So awesome like that. It was just like boom, all, all these connections just appeared like flowers. Mm-hmm. And so it was mm-hmm. so delightful to meet Stacey Pippi. I can't wait to have her on the show because I'm sure she's going to be great radio. Uh, I can tell. She, she can will be. Like and her. I love what she chooses. Oh, yeah. I love I love how oh, she chooses her programming. And one of the most important things that I discovered talking to her just for that moment, it was just like it blew my mind because we had just got done watching these nine shorts. And we know that she's the programmer of Etheria. Well, I haven't been in L.A., so I don't know everything that she – that's her main thing that she runs. Her main program's there at the, at the, the Egyptian Theater, I believe. And that's her first-run stuff. She's like, Bonnie, the stuff I run at these festivals is my second-tier stuff. And, you know, and maybe, maybe a couple of the main ones, but she puts the second-tier stuff that she doesn't run at her main stuff – at her main – because she, she, like – 
starts with hundreds and hundreds of submissions. Then, you know, and then she has a process to bring them down, bring them down. And she feels bad because she gets so many fantastic submissions. She's like, well, maybe I can use the festival circuit and do like kind of a second run for the ones that aren't getting seen everywhere else. And I think that's really cool. And it speaks to the power of her programming because holy shit. I mean, everything was great that we saw. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. She's using this to actually start it, her own company, and she's working on that mm-hmm. right now, of a women-run films company with above and line, above line and below line women, and then you can go there and hire someone and make a film with this company. So she's, you know, a women-centric company. It sounded really awesome, and I want to really have her mm-hmm. come on and talk about it because it sounds like something that would be totally up our alley to cover exactly the kind of thing we cover want to cover on this show you know we a bunch of sexy witches doing horror you know a a new horror company of women making horror movies and actually the independent film panel said that one of the the projection is that more women are entering the horror force we're going to have a lot more women horror directors Mm -hmm. in the next few years and we did see a really strong group of female-centric films this year, in the past year. And some of them came from Ethereum, like Love Witch, for example. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. because even though not everyone yeah. loved the Love Witch, everyone loved the performance. Uh, I so, wanted to love uh, it more. I did. But it was still really yeah. delightful. And such a, it was a very consistent and specific tone for the 60s, kind of a mix of Jess Franco and some lighter stuff from then. And, you know... It was, but it, it. I think it ran a little bit long. It could have dealt. It could have, you know, I think it could have benefited from a little bit of trimming. But it was, it was clever and and fun. <laughs> now, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, I wanted to make sure. Uh, how many of us? This is a poll to the sexy witches that days of the dead. I went to Stranger Things panel. Aaron, you went to the Stranger I'm, Things panel for sure. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. Bonnie, did you go to the Stranger Things? You gave panel? me your seat, woman. I was starving. I, I, know, I gave Erin <laughs> my seat. And I had yes, to I eat. Know. I missed it. I missed it. I'm kicking okay. myself in the ass. Yeah, because so, the so kids were delightful. All, the, the kids were amazingly delightful. And, and yeah, it sounds cliche, yeah. but they really were. They were really, really were. They were having a great time. When I have to so eat, cute. I, I have to, to eat. You know, you know, uh, but here's the thing. It, they weren't allowed to say anything about Stranger Things, too, which I totally get because mm-hmm. I've been enough of these. There's all those gag and confidentiality agreements. Yeah, I get it, right? But I think there was an inadvertent leak at Days of the Dead. And this is oh, my show. Are you, you ready? Tell. Okay. I'm okay. so ready. Are you ready for this? And it kind of just hit me. Okay. And this is clearly speculation. I could be completely wrong. So at the end of the panel, there was a quick photo op, right? They, they stood there and said, okay, quick, take our photos. And I totally blew it. Didn't get the shot. I was all pissed off. But one of the things that did is that they brought over Ric Flair's um, belt, wrestling belt, you know, because he was using it for photo ops. They brought it over, and all four of the kids held it, and everyone took a photo, and they're all, like, they're holding the belt. And so later on, Adolfo posts a photo of them on Facebook saying, the four horsemen. And I just looked at that Mm. and went, I know that Ric Flair is part of the four horsemen, right? Could that be a leak to what's happening on 
maybe the upside down is is hell, and these kids are inadvertently the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Or they could be talking about like they are and aren't a bunch of them in Ghostbusters gear in like the yeah. trailer. Yeah. Yes, so they maybe are. it's that. And they're, I don't know. I'm just wondering if that was an Yeah, yeah. Clue. No, I'm I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. It you could know, be. Go look at the photo and look at the caption. And I went, oh my God, it's the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. It really is. Uh, so I mean, it would make total sense. You know, one's always ill. One's angry all the time. I mean, they actually all of them fit into yeah, the yeah pestilence. Uh, you know, yeah, you know. So stop they eating alcohol. You know. So anyway, but but it was really cool to listen to them talk. And that's like, a good theory, Liz. I am just my theory. But anyway, I just that, no. I okay, that's so that's good. my. All right, we'll see. We'll come back to this episode in a year and see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I really also liked how the one kid said he never got lost a job until right before Stranger Things and he was about to quit because he lost his first acting job. And the other kids were like, we always lose acting jobs, you know, because, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's normal to lose acting jobs. We all know this. You know, you can be friends with oh, people. Oh, the leader. The part. leader, yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, but the leader guy. Is, so, but then, and of course, you know, he wants to be a director, and he already has his first film coming out this summer. Oh. I mean, he's, he's gonna be he's like, he's gonna be like the next Ron Howard, right? He's gonna be the oh next Ron God, Howard. Oh my God! I know. Maybe. Well, maybe hopefully, or Spielberg in this <laughs> with this trajectory. You know, look mm-hmm. at what he's doing now. Wow! I mean, come mm-hmm. on, that's awesome. So yeah, you know, so the kids were great. I loved watching the kids. My favorite one is the kid that plays, uh, you know, the little curly hair because he was also Gav Roch and Liz, Liz is a Rob. So makes me really happy. <laughs> he's got cute curly hair and he was. He's awesome my favorite. He's always yeah. he's, he's my and they're all happy and they're all totally get it. They all realize that this is like not going to be like this ever, like this again. So we might as well ride it while we have it and we're young. Oh. And they were also troopers because. The line for them never let up on Saturday. It was already there at nine in the morning. It didn't let up through their uh, photo op. Through the photo op, there was still a line at the tables waiting for them. It still went out the door. And then they did that line too. So they did like three separate lines plus a panel. Uh, you know, they're twelve-year-old boys, man. I mean, it, you know, that's tough on yeah. anybody. You know, but that's a lot. And but they you... were awesome, and they totally took it in stride. And I, and I think they, 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 their heads seem in the right place. You know what I'm saying? They realize where exactly where they are, and I think that is yeah. that's so yeah. amazing. Because I'm not sure I could have been that mature at that age, not with what was happening. Well, you said they, they were really close as well, right? You said they were very close yeah, unit, and, and it was very important that they were close. Yeah, it was no bullshit. They they like they all like each other, and that was very important to the people that run, you know, the brothers that make the show. So, um, you know, yeah, it was it was really kind of amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah. I was really so, really and honored. Go ahead. To experience that kind of dynamic in person, yeah, probably. I'm kicking myself, kicking myself. But 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 you did go to the prom with us. You know, I we, we all dressed up and we went to the prom and that was kind of fun. Bonnie was at the Tom Savini panel. And I was right next to you. I was right next to Liz at Etheria. So we, we that was yeah, really yeah. bonding. I, came in I, liked, right, I liked I was that sitting lot. right behind you. 
Um, what else panels do we go to? Bonnie, and Virginia, Bonnie and I kept Bonnie and I kept looking at each other throughout the whole Tom Savini panel, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he told so many great stories. He does. I do have a tiny. I don't have a lot. I have a tiny little clip when he was talking about working on, I think Django Unchained. Remember? Um, and he was oh, talking yeah. about I do remember. Dog he story. On, but they were having a problem with the guy falling back, and his his arm is supposed to be off. And then he's down on the ground, and you can see the arm. So there's, you know, you know, they probably pulls him aside or something. And he's like, hey, why don't you dig like, you know, a hole under there? That's what we did for, I think, Dusseldon or something. I forget now. And it fell in, and you know, you don't see it. And so Tarantino goes over, and he's just casually he's like, doesn't mention that Savini said it because he's, you know, he's just there as an actor, and I think for that one. And he's like, yeah, why don't you just, you know, kind of do that, whatever. And, and it worked out, whatever. Everything was cool. And then Tarantino came back around and, like, put something in Tom Trevini's hand, and it was $5. Because <laughs> they have that thing going on set, like, if you solve a problem. What was it? What is it, Aaron? How did he put if that? If you solve, you solve a, problem a problem in somebody else's unit. Yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. Was, he, was, yeah. he was acting. It's a, it's a way to, like, the you know, materially department. recognize you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's props. It's prop. Exactly. It's you know, it's it's just it's yeah. Terrible. It's a notable prop. Like you got this moment. This is this moment is yours. Here's your five dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it was it's funny dollar, and awesome. Dollar, dollar, so. Dollar, oh my God! There was so much going. I on. like I I like him uh him telling on Greg Nicotero a lot. That was hysterical. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and we're and not tweet oh, yeah, he kid. was the kid that Remember? used to breed it. We're not supposed to. He was, no, we're he not the, supposed to tweet or talk about that shit. What happens at the... No. Record back. Artists need inspiration. Artists need inspiration. So sometimes you people will provide that inspiration and then go on to create their own inspiration for others in many ways. But yeah, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> so, oh my God! So, there, and and the vendors were pretty good this year. I saw a lot of regulars come back that I recognized from before. All my favorite T-shirt companies were there, including Atomic Cotton, Pizza Party Planning, Cavity Colors. They were all there. Um, so, should I tell the story about my John Waters T-shirt? Should I tell oh, that story, yeah. Aaron? Oh my yeah, God! Go okay, so. So I didn't buy a lot of stuff, but I bought a few things. And one of the, one of the ones is Atomic Cotton, which is they they are awesome. They've supported my friends' art them. by putting them on their shirts, and that's so nice of them. And they it, well, so they have these gorgeous new. It said filthy with John Water and flamingos, black with this beautiful like orangish yellow design. Really pretty. So I bought one. And I wore it to the actual panel. I actually wore it to my podcasting panel, which was the last panel of the day on Sunday on the blue track, uh, second to last panel of the whole frigging con. Uh, and uh, uh, so I got up and I looked and I saw there was holes in it. And I was like, I ripped my shirt. And I was sad. I was like, oh, I ripped it. I, mean, I can't give it back. And it was like, a... so, but I go to take it off, put on another shirt, and my hand goes through it. And two more rips happened. Mm-hmm. like, that's not supposed to happen like that. You know, I was like, holy crap. So I, and it happened, I was just, so I took off the shirt and I flipped shirts and I went down to Atomic Cotton and I 
talk to them about it. I'm like, look, I only wore this shirt for an hour, and this happened. And I put it out. They, they looked at it, and they put their hand. Their hand went through it, too. And so they went and grabbed another shirt, and it ripped. And they grabbed another shirt, and it ripped. <laughs> and they grabbed another shirt, and it ripped. All the John Waters shirts ripped. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Wow. Uh, matter of fact, what was interesting about it is that, matter of fact, here comes the other T-shirt companies. Because, you know, they all do their own pressings, right? That's actually one of the things that's cool about these guys. They all do their own pressings. And they all come around. They're like, oh, rip this shirt, rip. <laughs> you know? They're just like, have you seen this before? Yeah, once. We put it on for too long. They know, they know, it turns out that they were using a new process on that shirt in particular, and they put it on for, like, too long, and it made the, the, the T-shirt brittle. So they were all sad. But they were thankful because only one other or two other people had bought shirts before me. Like I was like the second or third purchase of that particular batch. So I think yeah, you were like quality control. Liz is there like yeah, performing I, quality control for like atomic guns. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. So so they, they looked at me all sad like, you want your money back? I'm like, no, I don't want my money back. I want another shirt. So no, I, I don't want know, my I money back. The- I want you to rip my clothes off some more, please. No, no, that's sparkle. That's anyway, um, but no, that. No, but anyway, so so I got a nice reanimator Jeffrey Combs shirt, so I would have it for scares it cares because you know we're gonna meet Jeffrey oh, Combs cool. this year. Woohoo! And and so oh, when is that? Also, oh, community calendar. Oh, in July. Calendar probably. It's it's the end of July, so um, but uh, <laughs> but Jeffrey Combs is gonna be there, which is awesome. Um, He's but, really um, nice. I lost my. Get anyway, not only did they, but they they took my name, and when they repress a new batch of John Waters shirts, they're going to send me one too, because that's who they are. Atomic Cotton is always in a class act, and, and I was really concerned at first that they weren't going to take my money back because I did technically wear the shirt, but no, they were totally cool about it, and they gave I get two shirts out of it in the end, and it is a thank you, Atomic Comet. I will give you guys money always. <laughs> so that's my that's my that's my T-shirt story at at the con. Uh, you know, it, actually considering that was like the most traumatic thing that happened to me the entire time, I think we did pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, um, but uh, uh, anyway, so uh, Aaron's about to leave. Aaron Murray, before you go, do you have any final things you want to say about the con? Or you also went to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre panel. If you want to quickly give us that, because I wasn't there. Erin, still there? She did she already pile out? She was talking about leaving. I think she's gone. I'm sitting here talking and the damn thing's on mute. No, <laughs> seriously, I fucking had it on mute. I'm sitting here talking, being like, Yeah, I went to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two panel. And then I did this, and then I did that, and then I did this, and then I did that. Oh shit. <laughs> exactly. It's like, God damn it. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, it was cute. But, yeah, they got so, along really well. They told a lot of really funny, great stories. Um, Bill didn't get was, to talk um, Bill, much. I mean, Bill, Bill Johnson. And, and Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson, Bill Mosley. Uh, Bill Mosley, Bill Johnson, Caroline um, from yeah, Frankenhooker. Yeah. I don't know her last name right now. And um, Tom Savini. So, so it was four on the panel. Because. Yeah. Cool. 
And I guess there wasn't any really great st- – oh, my God, yes. There were some fan-fucking-tastic Dennis Hopper stories that came out of that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something about his, him being very keen on the ladies. Yes. I, he fucking – he'll my favorite story was Carolyn saying that he was took her out to dinner one night after being all nice to her and, you know, stuff like that. And people were like, yeah, he wants to sleep with you. And she was like, no, no, he considers me a colleague. And then uh, he took her out to dinner and he was like, so uh, how do you feel about recreational sex? She said she just looked up at him. She said she just looked up at him and went, Dennis, with you, I don't think about it at all. <laughs> so that's the mic. After after that, uh, she said that he treated her like really respectfully and never mentioned it again. Although he used to love wearing this robe around uh, set, he said he was very proud of this robe, but he never closed it, and uh, he didn't have anything to be shy about. <laughs> Well, I think that's seriously, even though he obviously had a lot high libido, but that's a sign of a gentleman with a high libido if he took no for an answer and he treated her respectfully afterwards. Exactly. That's what I thought. You can't blame a man. You can't blame a person for trying, you know, and that sometimes the libidos are so high. I mean, I don't have Mm. that. Not only that. I've heard tales. Oh, uh, almost the whole cast, though, credited Dennis Hopper with giving him some really great acting advice that they carried on for the rest of their oh, career. Yeah. I was surprised awesome. that. He just had that I spark. My he just has, he had his own flame. He had his own flame. It was crazy. Yeah. There will never be another. Well, they, they, they all said that they still employ one of his techniques today, which is, you know, how he gets his crazy eyes when he's ramped up or when he's got to be drunk oh. or something is he just starts spinning oh, yeah. in the middle of the room. <laughs> and when it's time to start the cameras, he stops spinning. So his eyes are still kind of like. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, man. Bring oh, it all so down. Yeah. We had a great time, all of us did. There is so much to do. Aaron's booking out. We're going to continue on a little bit. Bonnie, are you going to stay on a little bit longer? I'm on. We still got some, cause we still got some I love you all. to talk about. Love so you Aaron, too, Aaron. It was awesome to hang out. It was, it was, wow. I loved our virgin, our virgin exploit. Oh, it was fantastic. Ooh. So. Next time, maybe not so virgin. <laughs> <laughs> no assholes, though. Those things, you know, it's not sanitary. <laughs> You know, no, they're not sanitary. Things. No, no asshole. No, you got to stop licking the asshole. What, you guys don't wipe? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. You guys don't clean? Sanitary. You guys don't know what soap is? <laughs> My asshole is pristine, okay, just for the record. <laughs> Skull continue your joke, about... Queenie. <laughs> I, I don't want to get... My glorious asshole. <laughs> No more assholes. <laughs> no more lids. So, oh, no, no more assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Erin. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Even though I'm not right, the porn, you. but she's the porn witch, so you have a good evening. Yeah, but I'm the werewitch, so I'm uh, crazy. <laughs> oh, the porn witch had fun last weekend. Yeah. I know you did. Yeah, the porn, the porn witch yeah. lived up to her name last weekend. So we yes, did. Had 
our shenanigans weren't as shenaniganing as hers. But, uh, you know, she had she had these <laughs> shenanigans. So I had know. I had but, more but, than just that because you know I had the I had the twenty year old <laughs> as well that I was like, oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't do I this. Erin, <laughs> you're the best. Yeah, I just I really <laughs> love Erin. Erin's a bad girl. Yeah, we all put a lot of time into getting beautiful at different times, especially for the prom and everything. But my favorite hair of the entire weekend was Aaron's JBF hair. Oh, <laughs> and when I open the door and I see this like puff of beautiful purple JBF hair, and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the weekend was you coming in, going, "Smells like sex in here," and start humping the bed, which was awesome. <laughs> Jennifer's body way too much. I apologize. I just I love that movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed. I, I, I when wise, I actually really enjoyed having bur- drinking bourbon with Stephen Barrow and watching the Super Bowl after the convention. It was just small. Yes. We just shoot the shit. We were just shooting the shit. Yes. We're talking movies and whatever and and watching the game. And he loves that because he wants he he loves that right now because he's really been traditionally like a, most of his demographic in you know purchasing has been men and he wants to open that up because through time you know like we talked about earlier Frankenhucker you know isn't on wasn't was not now but wasn't on Earth's title for a while what you purchased is out of print and it's a very feminist title and he's been putting out feminist titles for quite a while but just quietly and no one's really noticed they've just the guys have just noticed like the extreme gore and the extreme craziness but he wants to bridge that gap so i think it's awesome that you got to spend that time with him well and it was kind of funny too because he's like well i don't watch football and i was like okay well a lot of artists don't. <laughs> i know I he does that, right but it turns out he used to be a football player and that's why he didn't watch football <laughs> i know it's funny. Uh, and i was like he he was cracking me up he was like full of like little surprises here and there i mean you know so mm-hmm. it was just fun we just chilled it, it, if it wasn't we uh if it wasn't bourbon we had a little sake too his sake was pretty fine i like the sake uh oh, so yeah. you know bourbon and sake bourbon and is- sake Lady Gaga and watching Super Bowl. It was like amusing. It was actually a lot of fun. So, you know, it, is. it was a lot of I think he was, he's good. I could tell what he was doing. He's like talking to you and he's totally paying attention to you. But at the same time, like he had this crazy look on his face like, holy shit, there's so much estrogen in this room right now. Like, what the fuck? And Lady Gaga is performing live on television at the same time. Like, oh. Whoa! What did I get myself into? But he he handled it like a pro. He really did. <laughs> well, it's all good. It was just a chill time and drinking bourbon. Mm-hmm. I can I can guy it up pretty well. So you know, I'm always been able to. Yeah, I've I've always been more comfortable around men, anyways, as friends usually, which sounds weird, but I've always been more comfortable around guys, which complicates things because then I, of course, you know, don't realize that guys are hitting on me because I don't want, I just, I'm oblivious to it. Yeah. You know, I walk walk your path. I walk your path, the centaur. Speaking of walking a path, Queenie, you're going to be so (laughs) proud of your girl, Bonnie. I got to tell you something about her. Okay. Ready? What the fuck did I do? I didn't do anything good. I'm a piece of shit. I do nothing good ever. Shut up. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. you done? So, shenanigans-wise, yeah, I'm done. I think I'm done. Okay. Her and I went to the Casket Creatures concert together. She came in and laughed her I did. And and there was a, a small 
old timey, and when I mean old timey, the guys are in their forties, right? But uh, they're, they're mm. moshing. They're actually moshing. It. It, it starts happening. Here goes Bonnie. She's the only girl with a bright pink shirt, tank top. Yeah, I was I was pink for my boy Michael Church because he loves unicorns, and he was supposed to bring the pink, and he didn't wear pink. But you know what? I think every time I go to Atlanta now, on Friday, I'm wearing pink. Because I did it yeah, last she, year too. So, so she was moshing with the at the Casket Creatures concert. I thought you'd be proud of her. With the, she was the only girl. Yeah, so She wanted Good me job, to jump Bonnie. in, but I I had wore. I had wore open-toed sandals, and I was, I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to jump in there. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I did throw some elbows. I did do some elbows. I did elbow. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I remember how She did. Off. She yeah, totally did. I should, have had you get, I should have had you get a little video of it because it was funny. Because, like, we couldn't get them to go in a circle. It was all haphazard. No. You know, you know, I mean, They're you like, think ah, the old ah, ones would remember. <laughs> Yeah, right. and I and having pink and, and like and being a, a smallest stature female, you know, I run up and I'm like, hey, you know, you know, in the shoulder behind them, and like they turn and they see me. Plus, my hair is coiffed and I'm wearing pink, so and I'm small, so they're like they want to be sweet to me, but this, so I have to hit them harder. So I'm constantly. Did you notice this? I was like hit them harder to try to like, no, it's cool, bitch. You can hit me back. You know, like. <laughs> So I'm trying to keep it going, but on the other hand, like you know, every, every everybody was really cool, and like I fell once, and it was like I don't think I even fit, hit the floor. It was like they just had me back up. They were very chivalrous and awesome about it, so it was a good time. Yes, but I do. So most of I have bruises. I'm old too, because I'm post forty, so I have little bruises like all over my back on that side, and I you know my chest oh, really? on the front from where you turn and and, and yeah. So I don't know about mosh pits for Bonnie, but or I, I, I what bruise, can you do? I, I'm a I'm super white. I bruise in everything. So yes, know, I, can, I, I bruise so easily. Oh I bruise so easily. I'm, I am. White. I thought it was it, a fucking it, fit. I, I felt this thing. You have that too, where they just pop out. Can you back into like um? Can you like back into like a door handle and then have like a bruise on your ass? I hate that shit. Oh my God! No, you know what? I get them. I get them in my like thighs because I'm shorter than you. You gotta remember yeah. that. So that's where they hit me. So it really fucking yeah. hurts. Well, I go home um, and I think I I I feel this thing on my back on like the wing on my wing on my right wing on the back, and I'm like, is this a zit coming out? Like something you know, sometimes you have a zit and it's really deep in there, and you're like, it's coming, but I don't know who's gonna. So, but you want to mess with it like a tooth that's kind of loose when you're little. So I'm pushing on it, pushing on it. And eventually, we find I find out the next day it's a giant bruise from the fucking mosh pit, and I made it worse because I kept pushing on it. So I have all these like silly bruises all over well, me from but from the badges of honor. They are. Oh, I messed up. I, you know, this, this leads me to something, and I'm not going to remember his name, but I meant because you know how you always mention to me Belly Timber that you loved. Yeah. Um, I one of the the boys that was in the. I say boys because you know when they're like that, they're boys. It's fantastic. We're all little boys, and we're all little kids. And um, a guy that was in Belly Timber, he had a little hat on. He was in that mosh pit, and I happened to accidentally take a chunk of flesh, I think, out of, like, his hand somehow. I don't know how, oh, but he geez. said it was me. Yeah, and okay. um, and then I caught up with him after. I recognized him, I think, on Sunday. I was real tired, but Sunday he was sitting down in some casual area downstairs in the lobby, and he's like, hey, you, and I'm like, hey, you, and then he's like, you're, is that you, is that, oh, that was you, 
And then he shows me the scar. I'm like, it was you. And he's like, yeah, you did that. And and then he, you know, he said he was he was in belly timber and stuff. I'm like, that's a cool inky dink because my girl wants me to see that. So. Well, so I beat you him know, up. I'm sorry. You know, the pain brings people together. You know, so yeah, you know, there you <laughs> go. It does. <laughs> so, it's a so, small, small horror world. But, but you know, cause I didn't actually over shenanigan as much as I did the year before. I think I was more shenanigan in the last year. This year I felt a little bit so? more. Oh, with the T Rex and know. everything? I wasn't around for that, though. I wasn't. I know. The T Rex. I was doing other special, stuff. Though. I missed the T Rex. The T Rex was. Awesome I knew you would knew the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. I did love the T-Rex last year. But, no, actually, I thought the cosplay was quite good this year. Uh, you know, there was some really creative Oh, stuff really good. There. I missed out on a lot of pictures. Yeah. I wanted to take a yeah, lot of pictures a- of all the costumes. But it happened earlier than I remembered it was going to happen because they had the costume contest, like, around 3 or so in the afternoon yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, I, I have uh, – well, you'll get to see those photos. They'll be in the Dropbox. We do got some of the uh, my my Steeler of Souls. Oh, happy, really happy. Thank you, Kimmy. Finalists. And she Yay. also got photos of the tattoo contest. So they didn't project the tattoos on the screen this year like they did the year before. And I think that was oh, a big mistake. Oh, that's not cool. Um, oh, and, yeah, and that's, that's and a then, lot. And, and they, she also got photos of the makeup contest. Uh, the FX Showdown. So and and, and yeah. so that was cool. She got the finalists uh, also posing uh, when they're complete. Oh, she great! Got all through the process. She's good. They're really good photos. They're really. I can't good. wait like, to see like, them. You. I was really teased yeah. because on the site for Archivist, where you go to actually, yeah, you know, I'm where put, you can. I'm going to. I saw. I saw one that you on Facebook. But I'm gonna put the whole nice. file on Dropbox so Bonnie you have oh, access cool. to it. Um, no, so, that'll be yeah, great. Like said, no, you, te- yeah, you just tease so- me because remember when we, um, Liz and I, you, you and I got we got to pose in front of the little Myers house, and uh, we had some ideas for that. And you put one of them in the in the preview for yeah, this episode. Yeah, that was episode, my favorite that- of those. Yeah, so and I, I, so I, I, I had cute. To- I wanted to see a high res them- so bad. I, I will. I had to make quick, quick decisions on last night on making a, a slideshow. So Absolutely. I just threw some quick ones up, and I threw up all this, all the the the, um, the Jasons trying to kill me because I thought that was funny. Yeah, so yeah. I got. Oh, those I got are fantastic. Queen, yeah, Queenie, I got my NECA doll signed. Kane Harder had already signed my NECA doll. I have an 8-bit Jason that Aaron Murray gave me. And, he, and then he strangled and her NECA. He singled her neck and unless she had her neck and mouth. Yeah, and then I got a photo with him choking me because I, I wanted him with the doll. And then I got CJ Graham to sign it and take a photo. And then I got uh, Graham Nash, uh, Steve Dash. Is that his name? I always forget the first guy's name. Steve Dash, I think it is, right? Steven Dash. Bonnie, help me. Is that the guy? I don't know. No? <laughs> I don't. I don't know it, them all. I'm it, not a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan. I apologize. Neither am I. I, I, I am not. I don't know all I the guys. CJ Graham, Graham I know sure for sure, Steven. but the other ones Let's are see. very obscure, and I don't. And honestly, I don't remember their names. They're all I never remember, but he. I did it's go to the, 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 the Jason's Jason. panel, and that was actually quite entertaining. Yeah, actually, the Jason. It was panel. cool. Yeah, um, all the all the the different Jasons and Kane Hodder, of course, yeah. took it over. 
and started talking oh, but kind of talking like shit. yeah every he's, single he's one of them funny. was talking shit it was funny they always but, um, do it yeah. Kane's shit is specific and consistent it's hilarious <laughs> yeah so so that was cool that was all awesome you know so that was fun and I, like i'm not a friday 13th thing so a lot of the stories were new to me so that was cool yeah. um you know and it was always fun watching stunt guys because stunt guys don't give a fuck and they will talk shit all day yeah. long uh, yes, they will. So they always, will, but it's all good. Yeah. And what's awesome to it's me all, about it's totally, oh, it's I gotta totally say, fine. it is Go fine. And you know, it's fine. with this is good because I'm just realizing right in this moment, right now, how those guys hanging out and the way they rip on each other is really no different from like the way my drag queen queen friends hang out and rip on each other. They do the same thing. It's like it's a different color. It's a slightly different color, but it's the same sort of like camaraderie sort of. It's totally similar. It kills me right now how I'm seeing this. But yeah, so 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 to me, it was kind of like a bunch of butch drag queens because they're all divas, you know. They're all divas. <laughs> they're all divas. Babies, they were born this way. So right. yeah, so that makes it su- makes it super cute. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it was a really good time. I had a lot of fun, at, at, and, and the shenanigans were good. And Aaron Marie, I was very honored that I got three. You know, I was able to bring Kim and adult and Aaron with me on this trip. And I also thank you for driving as well. Uh, we actually did this whole thing where we picked each other up all the way down and back up. It was pretty cool. Um, and um, I once again want to thank Nathan for inviting me to be on the podcasting panel. That was a lot of fun. I made some contacts and 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 friends and colleagues. Woohoo! Some shenanigans. That's awesome. You know, it's all good. It was great, and and um, really finally got to hang out with Bonnie. Something we've been meaning to do forever and ever and yeah. ever. Uh, yeah, and and now she's gonna have to come down and to my house. Yeah, very soon. Yeah, and maybe. Oh, I'm totally to going to. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, they. Oh, speaking of hot chicks, uh, they just announced that Awesome Con Elijah Dusku is gonna be there, and I've actually never oh, met her. I love dude, her. I'm so, so close. That's so funny because I've been I've been working out harder in the last six months, and something I'm getting closer to cosplaying is I might do face actually. So Ooh, well, she, I have no hips. Great. Just I have no hips, just like Faith now. So why not? Well, I don't have her around Faith. Awesome, uh, awesome Con would be a great debut of that look because she's exactly. definitely going to be there. So yay! I want to do so, Awesome Con um, this year. Last year we missed it yeah. because I had already made some plans. But I actually this year, depending on what, when is, do you know the dates of that? Or do we have to wait for community calendar? Uh, uh, I oh I'm not well I'm not going to do it at the community calendar because I only do. But I can tell you the dates in just a second. Oh. Yeah, you want to know? Them. I, was like, I, I know it's like the second week in July. I think I believe it's the in second July? week in June. June. In no, June? June. Okay. That's, yeah, it's in June. Oh, then something really there, got changed because a wasn't it in awesome? July yeah. And and Awesome Con is in June. But I don't awesome, think if it's so Awesome Con is in June, then oh. I am June maybe available. 16th. June 16th is the date of well, Awesome Con. Yeah. So, there's the first day. Sounds so. awesome. And so far, Jason David Frank, is all, which is the Green Ranger, which I don't have a signature, but the Red Ranger, second Red Ranger was at, 
Days of the Dead, believe it or not, in the vendor's floor. And my daughter's collecting the signatures to the Power Rangers. So I got the Red Ranger, and I got an actuality from him, guys. He, he, he gave me an actuality for the uh, Power Rangers episode we're going to do in March. Nice. So I, I, so that was pretty cool. I hope it I hope it came out. I haven't actually uploaded it yet. So we're, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. You're going to have a Power Ranger <laughs> episode? I didn't even know this. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a movie coming out with, with starring Elizabeth oh. Banks, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I'm like, I'm like, it's Power not Rangers. horror. It doesn't exist. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, well, you know, we got it. We, I'm a we cover the same. all fandoms it. here. Mm-hmm. This is an all fandom. Right, baby, we'll I even about. give shout outs to the Gilmore Girls. You know. Oh, we're also I doing know. Live I cringe. Movie. I mean, I love it. I cringe it. too. No, no, I can't too. Yeah, but, but, um, but we also are going to do uh, an episode on the live action Beauty and the Beast episode, and I have a guest for that episode already. So, so we're going to do that too because you know we got to talk about that. You know, it's going to be a big deal for me. Uh, there was but, just um, there anyway. was just a live action Beauty and the Beast that was in French with um with Vincent Castle. Did anyone see that? No, I didn't see that. Did anyone know? I did not. Look it up. There was. It's like totally happening at the same time. It just came out either like maybe last year. And Vincent Castle is the beast. And you would think that would be fucking amazing. But I really was the CG a lot of it. But I don't know any stories behind it or anything. Because it was was French and maybe like a combination of like other things as far as production. Because I do love fantasy. Um, so after, like, actually after horror, one of the first things I'll jump to is fantasy or sci-fi. So. Fantasy. Uh, I, I was always science fiction and fantasy growing up. The horror yeah. thing came, you know, not, not clowning the classics, of course. I, uh, I didn't really come into the horror, like a modern horror until I was much older. I was at least 12, I was 12 years old before I even liked. Oh, the same, movies. same here. So, same here. I was fantasy you know, first and then. Guy flicks the fantasy. Like I've always been Conan the Barbarian. The original is my favorite movie of all time, not because I think it's the best movie of all time, but it's the movie that I can watch. Well, between that and Bram Stoker's Dracula from ninety two, is that years, really true? I can watch you them in Conan any mood. The Barbarian. Conan the I Barbarian fucking love absolutely. that movie. It's on my top five favorite movies of all time myself. Because I, I can movie. watch it in any mood. Any mood, I can watch it. I just. Well, and I don't mind I don't mind movies with strong like male themes like they they resonate with me it does you know like I have I don't know like oh, what, you and I are like like little warriors in tiny but, little bodies but 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 Valeria is still one of the female most Absolutely. sex positive characters I've ever seen yes. in a fantasy movie I she love was just her, a stripper I, too I, oh, she was a, just a stripper. Well, she was a good dancer, though, a really good dancer. Oh, of though, course. Supposedly. No, but I'm saying that as as a as a compliment. Like, um, John Milius went and he saw her, and he was just like, who is this woman? He's like, she is Valeria. I have to have this woman. So, yeah. And, and that's, that you you're right, though, to forever? hit upon that. That's one of the things. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to live forever. She's going to be there, baby. And she'll, she'll throw herself on me and hold me down to keep – to keep like Helen's self away from me, to keep to take my soul away. Oh my God! But yeah, she. But like you're saying, she is. That's a good point. She's a a fantastic part of the of the movie because it's one of those. It's. I mean, we do have like right now we're focusing on a lot of like really really strong female characters, but they aren't necessarily always cast 
having that physique. And she had a stronger physique where it was still graceful, but she had a lot of muscle. And they don't necessarily do that all the time. In fact, with the new Wonder Woman, she's kind of slight of build. She's, you know, she, I'm sure, does yoga and all her Pilates, but she's very thin. And, um, you know, not that Sandal was huge, Sandal Bergman was huge and voluptuous or anything, but just more of a muscular kind of um, well, you know, cat-like, yeah, aerobatic like, physique. Well, it's like Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless has a human physique. She's always looked like yeah, a beautiful, see? curvy and woman. And she has a command, you know? commanding presence. You know, sometimes yes. I love – there's no body shaming. In, I, don't, I mean no body shame. But what I, what I mean no. is that sometimes when, when you have that commanding presence in a woman, I like to see it in her stature because I think that that would probably happen in real life. It would be like that. Yes. She would be she really know, have I, some grandness of stature. Yeah. That being said, exactly. that, what's her name? Gail? Is it Gail Gardot? Isn't that the new Wonder Woman? She's actually pretty good as Wonder Woman. I mean, she was one of the few oh, things absolutely. about that stupid but she's built like Natalie Portman. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but Natalie Portman was in The Professional when she was at 12 years old. So that's pretty fucking Yeah, bad. she was she younger. Was, you know? Yeah, but yeah, she didn't have boobies yet, so it was okay. <laughs> no. And, oh, it was, oh, okay. I see that. There's that, no okay. body. I, there's I, no I, body shaming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's so all no, good. No. Speaking of body shaming, have you heard the bullshit about Lady Gaga? Did you hear about that? Yeah, oh I've been exactly what I was waiting into with that. You're so shameless. Such bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. Part of me thinks, part of me thinks that bitch is so fucking brilliant that she's like, she looked at herself that day because she knows, she knows what it's all about. She yep. knows that she's ripped apart for fucking every little movie she makes. Something tells her she looked at her outfit that day and she's like, oh, this sticks out a little bit, guys. And they're like, oh, we could fix that, Gaga. But you know what? No. I want to start some bullshit. <laughs> part of me thinks that she was like, fuck it. I, I want to say for the record, I'm gonna I make have a little pudge down there. Like, uh, you know, first of all, I would probably pudge out a lot more than that in that outfit if I was there. But I know for a fact. Oh, my God. She had absolutely no all. That was like nothing. That yeah, but that, that was still like crazy. Can you imagine a huge belly? Yeah. Women and men find tummies attractive. Don't say they don't. They do. I know they don't. Yeah. I have had a lot of guys <laughs> like me for my belly, which is, for me, it's like my biggest flaw area, yet the guys are totally bumping No, no, and that's the thing. You know? Yeah, and, I, and, I've, and so I've found a pot belly on, on a guy is attractive. You know? You know? Uh, it is what it is. It's a lot of hot air from people that probably couldn't even put a sigh into one of those outfits, and they can go fuck oh, themselves. Oh man, it's, over it's it. just so insane. It, it's it, it's no reflection of the shape she's in whatsoever. I mean, what people are are, are like forgetting are forgetting is that traditionally, and like I didn't hear anyone talk about this, but traditionally the Super Bowl they press the performers to lip sync. That bitch did not lip sync. That glorious no. bitch did not lip sync, which means that she it's got her really, fucking way. Because they don't like it. They like they it. prefer lip syncing because you have there's less to go wrong. But she wants to sing and she got her fucking way. And she she never sounds winded and she's constantly doing like dancing and acrobatics and crazy stuff and running around. And she has this and, glorious, and, and, rich, awesome like voice the entire time. Yeah. But no, she failed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's Fuck really them. hard to sing in a stadium like that because what happens when yeah. you sing out there? 
your she's body, on, like, these, things happen. You echo, and it comes back the ceiling, to the delay. And so you have to oh, put I gotcha. on ear. You have to put you have to put on monitors or ear or block the sound out, or you will hear yourself sing, and it'll throw you off. So that is it's actually what she's doing. That's one of the reasons why they like playback because yes, you're right. Let's see who go wrong when your singers are lip syncing, right? She she yep. she you know she not only did she imitate her own Simpsons episode, which is hysterical, uh, but you know she she ended up like having a great set and people can go with this pudge bullshit and go fuck themselves because she was up there and you weren't. So you know. <laughs> You know, go, go, go. If you want to be up there like her and see if you can do better, fine. Go, go to the gym and then go work out. Then go to TIFF school and graduate at 13 years old and start your way at the bottom at the sweat houses like she did. Okay. Right. I want to see you do that. Fuck you. Right. Fuck you all, y'all. Right. Then, and, you know, she works. Exactly. So, she, fuck them. Anyway. She works it. She has no she reason. She works it. She has no and, reason and to feel anything about that. No, and not that there should be any controversy and not that it's like the end of anything. But honestly, I didn't think that there'd be any talk about the tummy. Um, I thought there'd be talk about the Tiffany's commercial because I was a little like which is, which confused. Bullshit. And that was bullshit. Yeah. And I only saw two Thank people, you. I was just, you, mention that. I'm That's like, why I like, posted what? about it because you were right. You were so right about that. I was like, I'm watching this and my jaw dropped. I'm like, I'm like, but it could be editing. It could be editing because, you know, they're, you know, and, oh, but they, however that was put together, it was so fucking clever to equate buying Tiffany's with being a fucking rebel. Are you kidding me? You're rebellious and breaking the status quo to buy Tiffany's. Because when she grew up, Tiffany's equal. You know, it just equals power. It's it's power, and you know she she's always had power. They, and the way they edited, it, honestly, they made her sound like a megalomaniac in a way. So and that's not good. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't. Was, it was, the editing was, was like, Miss Gaga, you've been doing too much spirit cooking, really. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really questionable. I was like, huh? And then like Bonnie meant, and then when Bonnie said it too, I was like, yeah, you did hear that. You know, I was like, so I was like, no, Lady Gaga, buying Tiffany's is not a rebellious act. It's yeah. not. It it's could not be the editing though. Because I, I do be, love her, and it could be the editing. But then again, she's she's de- she's definitely signing on to promote this product. So and she's giving her artistic. Then she's giving her artistic okay. She got millions of dollars for that ad. Millions. Oh fuck yeah! What a what a fucking rebel! Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Millions for that ad. I still love Gaga. I did. I did. You hear that, that? I was saying that when I fell when I really when I first fell in love with Gaga, everyone was already already crazy about Gaga. I started, you know, being a frame stylist around 2009, and the girls in the office are showing me poker. They're showing me. Um, bad romance and poker face and I'm like oh, I've missed romance. this what's what yeah I had no idea whether this shit was going on so I got in so I'm like oh that's kind of cool but I didn't buy her albums and then I'd hear them from my girls and it was and I was like yeah it's okay years go by and it's like what maybe two three years ago she did a Muppet holiday spectacular blew my fucking mind I totally I totally understood Gaga and 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 the performance <laughs> artist that she is 
only through seeing her do the Muppet fucking holiday spectacular. Everyone should see it, and then they should see the monster ball because that's awesome. So I just I love her live. Live, she's just everything to me. Oh, so, and I, I think live is where she shines the best. Yeah, she's heavy metal right? live. She can control an audience like nobody, like like aggressively even sometimes. Like yeah. just yeah. no. And now, and and they do. And you're like, shit, that's heavy metal. Yeah, it's metal. pretty cool. So so it is 1030, folks, and we are going to, um, you ready? We're going to talk about some things. Now, I do have a list of, of things to talk about for the community calendar. Most of them are on the East Coast, but they're all very cool, and we'll go through it quickly. we got to do the first one of the year. Are you ready to do this, bitch, ladies? Bring it. Here we go. All right. The bag is heavy today. This is the first official community calendar of 2017. We are going to go three weeks on this bitch because we are uh, going to not come back until after the Oscars. So here we, we need go. to ride her hard. <laughs> Oh, there's my community calendar bag. It's buried under all my fucking swag from Days of the Dead. Pretty heavy. All right, so I don't have my notes, but luckily I have Facebook. And I back everything up to Facebook, so... So if you want, if anybody's listening to this part of the podcast, know that you can go to the events page on Archivist Night on Sexy Witches and see most of the things I'm about to talk about, plus a few things I am not going to talk about because they're either happening in progress or are happening and it just will be redundant by the time of this error. So, so we're going to start with February 10th because, as we know, ladies, we haven't talked about it much, but what is February in horror geekdom? Do we remember? Women in Horror Month. It is exactly that. Women in Horror Month. Exactly. No and fair. on the 10th, we have <laughs> annual Women in Horror Month Blood Drive. They've been doing it every year. It's very, very successful. And that'll be uh, Friday, 6.30 p.m. Where are we having it? All over the United States and in London. So if you want to look up Women in Horror Month and find out where you can give blood, if you can't give blood in, in, with them, please give blood to your local uh, chapter. Every, everyone needs blood, especially this time of year, because people forget that most people are sick in the wintertime. And when they give blood in the you know, other times of the year, it, you know, it goes bad. So you got to go get more blood. So please, go give blood. Women in Horror Month has been doing this for a while, and I shout out to them. There's a great little video, too, if you haven't seen it out there. Go look out on Facebook for it. So, woohoo, shout out. And that's, uh, was it, that's Hannah Foreman, right? That That's uh, Women in Horror Month, if I remember right. Yeah. yeah. That um, Hannah Foreman started yeah. that. And she also, she also programs the Axe Boom Film Festival that this year is going to take place in Brattleboro, Vermont. Uh, probably, I think it's, a, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. And we'll talk about that when we get closer in, because maybe I will go. So, Absolutely. Um, I, I was talking with J.K. about it, too. So, 
Also happening tonight, actually it's already in progress, but um, but there's also a screening tomorrow, though I heard they're sold out. Um, here are in Baltimore, one of our favorite places is the Creative Alliance. They're an old theater that does a lot of art things. Uh, Chris LaMartina has sometimes has screenings there. They also let bands play there, poetry. You have it. They're just the cool little hip arts area. They're having a special interactive movie night tonight and tomorrow, and they're playing David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly's Labyrinth, of course. And um, it's going to be dance, magic, dance, dress like a goblin, sing along, play games, goblin king, drink specials and win stuff. Uh, we're making Labyrinth a wild interactive movie night. And there'll be a Bowie lookalike contest at intermission. And ooh. also some, and a juggling contest. So ooh, if you can juggle, hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, um, and there's two shows and they start at 7.30 uh, tomorrow, tonight and was the first one tomorrow at 7.30. However, sold out, ladies and gentlemen. And that happened only Ooh. since I posted this. So it's so if you, but I bet you if you like like really wanted to go, like if you dressed up as David Bowie and said, "Please let me in," I'm sure they would. Because would you turn away if I had a powder blue suit? If I had a powder blue suit, I would find. I've been looking for one in my size. You do? Which what what do you have? I've got my gothic David Bowie wolf look. Remember. With the black and the oh, red yeah. and the wolf fur. Oh, That's like a like a rebel yell kind of wolf look. Yeah, I'd be so. Or hot. rebel rebel <laughs> rebel rebel <laughs> rebel 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 rebel. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you could probably crash this party and they let you in. So. That's how a werewolf does it. Now, <laughs> you crash. Ladies, we're gonna. Uh, we're going to be on hiatus during Valentine's Day year, this year, so we're not doing a Valentine's Day episode this year. But I did want to give a shout-out to a special Valentine's Day special event that's happening this Saturday on the 10th. And it's in Redford, Virginia at the St. Albans Sanatorium, Sanitarium. Yes, a sanitarium, a real one. Uh, it's called the Dark Side of Love, Valentine's Day Dark House. And it's a special, there's a walkthrough in this sanitarium. And, and they do it on Halloween, but they're opening it for a special one day, uh, 7 to 11, or one weekend, 7 to 11, you know, the 10th and 11th, a walkthrough, a Valentine's Day horror walkthrough. So if you want something scary awesome. and spooky, yeah, it sounds really great. So that's in right. Radford, Virginia, St. Albert Sanitarium. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the kind of thing, you know, horror, you know, horror, you know, there's a scene in Ed Wood, uh, you know, the Tim Burton movie, and he goes, and and, and uh, Lily goes, you want to make out with a lady, take her to see Dracula. It's true. The blood is, uh, you know, we yeah. do. Women are repulsed and attracted to blood all at the same time. He's absolutely correct on that. So take us to a walkthrough on Valentine's Day. You probably would get laid, you know. <laughs> with a chance you would if you were with me. <laughs> yeah, if I would totally <laughs> Uh, Queenie has no problem. I, I guarantee you, if Aaron the like, Free the Porn no would be here, she it. would definitely. Yeah, she would. She 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 wants yeah. to go. Matter of fact, um, Academy Manor is opening a new 24-hour haunt somewhere else, like on the East Coast. It used to be on the West Coast in San Diego, and we got a uh, we got one of their cards for their email address, and, and you should have seen Aaron staring at it, all smiley and happy. Extreme horror haunt. <laughs> naked. Yay! You know, because they allow you to trip down on those sometimes. So, anyway, 
I thought that was pretty funny. So, um, so that's what there's. So, dark side, the dark side of love, Valentine's Day, dark house, and St. Albans Sanatory on the on the tenth. And also, the tenth happens to be an anniversary. Get this, we're gonna be. This is how you know you're old. Um, the twentieth anniversary of Scream Two, not Scream One, Scream Two. Whoa. I oh, know geez. we're old. We're old. We're definitely we're old. Fabulous. So, <laughs> we're fabulous. We're fabulous, but we're old. Yeah. Oh no, we're all fabulous. We are sexy witches. And delight. You should have seen those pics. You should have seen that picture. Women peak we later, awesome. you know. Yeah, we do. That's right. And, and um, yep. so, um, if you go to Miami, Florida, there's the Popcorn Frights Film Festival, but they're sponsoring a special screening this weekend on the 10th at um, where is it at? It's at the O Cinema in Wynwood, and that's right outside Miami. And it's the Scream 2 20th anniversary screening, and there'll be people in attendance and, you know, limited seating and the whole bit. So they're having a special screening of Scream 2 in Florida. So go check that out if you want to do that. So uh, now going back across to the other side, one of my favorite movies. We're talking about Conan the Barbarian. It's probably my number one favorite fantasy of all time. It's definitely in my top favorite films. Now my top two favorite films, one of them is in Beautiful film from 1971 called Harold and Maude, starting Brad Court and Ruth Gordon. Oh, oh my God, I love that movie so much. I'm like rubbing my tummy. So I'm all like, I love that movie. I love that movie. I, it, it is absolutely when I can think about perfect films, it's probably it's up there. Yeah. It, there's not many films. Slice uh, also, I, just slice of everything. It also, it also takes place in the San Francisco Bay Area I grew up in. I was born in 73, so when I see that movie, I see home. I see what home mm-hmm. was like, right? And not in a nostalgia way. I see it as in an honest way, like it was actually that's the Sutro Bass in the 70s. That's right. They you, were, like. you were telling me about that, that they shot yeah. it there to make so, it look like Europe, but it was there. Yeah, it was there, but it was, it, it's very, but the angles are odd. You don't really recognize, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, only people that are from those areas would get. And so at some point, Bonnie, when we watch it together, I'll show you all the way. I want it, yeah. You'll know where. I'll, I'll teach you how to do it, and you'll really like it. It's actually really fascinating, their choices in that movie. So they're having a special screening on the 10th in Philadelphia at the Ritz Movie Theaters, which is uh, one of the better movie theaters in Philadelphia, and they're having a special midnight screening of Harold and Maude for the anniversary of the, of the release of it. And if you've never Aww. seen Harold and Maude's big screen, I've, I've actually made people, oh, drag people kicking and screening on the big screen. It it's is amazing. absolutely delightful. <laughs> It, it, it it's so good on the small screen because the story is great, but there's just something about the mm-hmm. cinematography in Harold and Maude that is so beautiful and so encompassing. A beautiful very shot, of, shot of day, yeah, the daisies uh, and the trees. Look all around us, living things. You know, it's just yep. one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. And so, yeah, if there's a good, cool. so if you're in the Philly area, go see Harold and Maude. It, you'll never ever feel like you lost money watching Harold Maude. I have never met a person that went, eh, Harold and Maude's all right. You know, I've never met that person. Yeah, I've never and heard if I met either. that person, <laughs> I would at the have same to time, But then at the same time, if you had to explain to somebody, like, what's going on in the, mov- in the movie, you know, on a personal level, you'd be, you'd be like, no, 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 give it a chance, right? You know? But once well, you're in I, it, the, I, w- the way it's shot, it's so for real. It's so real and it's yeah. so personal. I, I just sit people down and I say, watch this film. And I've never not had a horror geek also turn away. 
because the opening of that movie immediately grabs all the horror geeks' attention, as it should. That's true. I mean, the first... Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've never had any group of people that I know not like Harold and Maude, no matter what their tastes are. And it's because I think it's a movie for the weirdos. It it is. It is a a movie for the weirdos. Our movie. Our movie, yes. I like movies with unlikely cohorts, you know, like people put together, you know, unlikely couplings, unlikely... You, that's when you learn so much about yourself. Like, it's not nearly as majestic mm-hmm. at all, but, like, the, the last Unlikely Coupling movie I just thought was called um, King Avalanche, I believe, and it had Paul Rudd in it. I went on a Paul Rudd run because, you know, Ant-Man came out Ooh. and Batman's sexy and I, funny okay as shit. With, oh, I'm yeah. Pro- so, so I King Avalanche. Paul Rudd was hot he, he Romeo gets, and Juliet. I was like, why do you want Leo? <sighs> Why do you want Leo? I know. I was like that too. I love Leo now, and I'm glad. And I'm I'm glad that he finally doesn't look like quite a giant toddler. (laughs) I don't like them skinny and scrawny. I like them burly. What was that? You don't like who? No, like Ron Perlman. (laughs) You like the Ron? Which one is which one is skinny, Queenie? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. He needs. To eat more. Oh, <laughs> that's why he was gaining. That he knew that too. I think you know, like around yeah, the beach so. and stuff like that. He he got older and he's like, dude, I'm like in my later twenties and I look like a giant toddler. You know what am I gonna yeah. do? So and, well, and then he just started he gaining weight. To throw a beard and it never works. Like, and gain weight. Make him look older. It never works. It's like he finally did it though. I think he finally looked like an adult. I think he finally looked like an absolute now he does super adult in the Revenant. And he was given an Oscar yeah. for it. So yeah, he, he was had like to fight a bear. He had to fight a bear right? for that Oscar. You know, they were like, "You were finally an adult." <laughs> yes, this has been like thirty. Yeah, because he's been around forever. The poor up. thing, you know. And he's and he is he is really good, regardless of whether or not we'd want to sleep with him. He is good. Right. Even in the Man oh. in the Iron Mask, like he was mm. so good. Yeah. He's good. I, I like him in Wolf of Wall Street. He's good. Paul Rudd and Leo mm. DiCaprio. Just do this crap with me. I still go with Paul Rudd. So crazy. I loved it. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street was fantastic. He was he was <laughs> yeah. absolutely fantastic in that movie. So let's get back to the calendar here because we have another Valentine's Day choice if you're ready. Yay! Uh, and this is in Winchester, Virginia at the Alamo Draft House in Winchester, not too far from me, a couple hours away. And they're having a site on the 11th, a Psycho Cinema Prevents, the original My Bloody Valentine. And they're going to have like, Ooh, uh, they're going to have I love the original. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, and, and, they, um, and they're, they're going to have a little talk about, Movies that came out at the same time, including Prom Night and Curtains and Happy Birthday mm-hmm. to Me, which, believe it or not, all three of those films are pretty good for slasher films, especially yeah. Happy Birthday to Me. I actually really, I really like Happy Birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, so, uh, but the original Bloody Valentine is a pretty good movie, and actually the sequel is, the, the remake that came out a few years ago actually is pretty good, too. Uh, so, you know, with the with the guys from Supernatural, he's in it, right? So, yeah. uh, you know. Wait, <laughs> yeah, which one, the dark one or the slightly ginger one? Like meaning the, the ginger hot one. one, right? I don't, I don't watch cool. the show. I just don't okay, want I might to see that right? now. It's the guy who plays Dean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, Dean. Dean. It's Dean. Yeah. yeah right. I, 
I, I, you know what's funny? Originally, it played it played in uh it played in 3D, and there's an amazing like naked yep. dance in that movie. Really, I do recommend the remake. It actually was a lot of fun. So, but the, the yep. original's playing at in Winchester on the 11th. That's a good one to go take to go see with your friends. Now, if you want to go something a little less uh, uh, murder stab love, you can go to Pittsburgh on the 17th. We're jumping up a little bit now because they're going to have their the, the um, their ha- annual Harry Potter Film and Cultural Festival. Two fucking weeks long, ladies and gentlemen, of nothing but Harry Potter at the Row House Cinema in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Also, like things and screenings and they're having a uh, a, a marathon of all eight movies at once already sold out and that's on the 18th so uh you know this is i never knew that pittsburgh was that into harry potter but apparently they are so there you go uh so um and on the 20 and then we go the other also in in pennsylvania but in philadelphia we go there a lot John Waters, if you don't want to go Harry Potter, we can go Female Trouble as well on the 21st. There's two screenings of that at the Tattooed Mom. Um, you know, there's like so much shit happening. The Found Footage Festival starts on the 24th and then it goes on tour. It starts in New York, New York. So look for that in a, uh, in a building near you, a theater near you. Um, and there's also a tour of, of The Girl with All the Gifts that starts on the 24th. So look for that film here, you ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait for this. This is the hottest horror film of 2017 Ooh. so far. It's called The Girl with I'm All really the Gifts. About it. It's a yeah, it's, it's, it's the a cover of Rue Morgue right now. It's on the cover of yeah, Rue Morgue right is. now, and I cannot wait to see it. I think you can get it on VOD at this point, but it's actually going to go on screening. So look for that. Yeah. Um, in Orlando, all you have to do is watch the trailer. Yep. Like, um, the trailer is, like in yeah. the way. Well, what it, it gets across, really, you know, seeing it from it the other also side. The film at, da- at Days of the Dead, that was film was had a huge buzz too. Everyone was talking about yeah. it. Had seen it at nice. Days of the Dead. Nice. I got it recommended to the nice. tour three times when I was there. Um, I also have something to, happy to report. Now, there, in, uh, Orlando is one of those weird towns where things pop up and disappear because it's an entertainment thing. Now, one of the coolest things that used to exist was this bar and comic book store called Gods and Monsters, and it actually suddenly closed up. Like, they lost their lease, and, you know, they have pinball. and they have... Well, good news. They found a new location, and they're reopening on the 25th. So, say, the coolest place yeah. in Orlando Gods and Monsters reopened. So shout out to my Orlando friends. Go have some beers and go read some comics. So um, uh, also on the 25th, and we're going back to Philadelphia because the International House and the Exhumed Film starts doing their programming. Yay, February. I love February. We get all the programming starts up again. <laughs> uh, Exhumed is doing another Empire Pictures triple feature like they did last year. This year's movies are going to be Ghoulies, Dungeon Master, and Transfers. Transfers is pretty awesome. Dungeon yeah, yeah, so if you want a really bad it's so bad the it's international good. house. Yeah. <laughs> so uh and and they will repeat that. It'll play at other places and it'll be repeated. And then last but not least, 
the Red Vein Army, our girls up in Virginia that we've had on the show before, and everybody, they're doing a Wicked Women of Rich of Richmond presentation. So they're doing a a, a horror thing related to the women of Richmond, Virginia, uh, and go do that on the 26th because we always like to support our horror haunts. And you know, it's at three. It's at yep. the Blue Bee Cider. Uh, and they're going to talk about uh, foul mouth comedic podcast. The mouthy broadcast is going to be there. So Ooh. I don't think this is going. It's going to be fat, filthy and wonderful. They're going to talk about everything from horror to poetry. So go go see the Wicked Women of, Rich, of Richmond, the live broadcast on the 26th at the Booby Cider in Richmond, Virginia. Red Vein Army. They have now. They are one of the most talented group of haunt scare haunt people I have met, and I'm so honored that I get to see them once a year at Scares That Cares. They're, and their small haunt they do is always great, even. So we love them. So that's it. Calendar's done. I'm finished. We're 10 minutes early. Woo! I'm happy about that. Woo! So anything we need to cut, Queenie, on your coast? Is there anything that, because I didn't cover the West Coast that much this year, this, uh, this episode. Is there anything that I missed that you should, we should think about? Not right now, because I don't have like I'm not really in touch with things right now. I'm I've been dealing with personal stuff, but um, I do know Crypticon's going to be awesome. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I I still haven't heard back from them about passes. I'll work okay. on them again. Um, and uh, I I did I did send out a bunch of emails today, but I like I said I had a really weird day at work, so you know I couldn't really take breaks and deal with stuff. So I'll deal with that tomorrow. Hopefully, I'm hoping for okay. a snow day. I'm like I really want a snow day. Like I'm hoping it you snows have my snow and then, day. <laughs> my, da- my daughter. Well, no, my daughter's sick, and that would just solve a lot of problems. Oh. There's a snow day. She wouldn't have to go in. I wouldn't have to go in, and then I could concentrate on the computer and working on my. So that's got a lot of stuff to do. I need to put those photos in the Dropbox, and there's also audio of my podcast, and I should post that at some point too. Uh, the the podcasting panel, and uh, uh, you know, so there, there's a lot of stuff I got to do. I just gotta have time to do it, but that's okay. So um, we're actually not going to come back in two weeks. We're actually coming back in three weeks because, unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town probably on the Valentine's Day week and the week after that. I am, you know, I anyway. We're going to come back on the 28th. Okay, and that is in three weeks, and that is two days after the Oscars, and we're going to talk Oscars, and there's some other thing we're going to – oh, and we're going to talk madness. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have our madness theme announcement uh, that day. So uh, it's a big deal. I've already been working on it, and the madness starts in March this year. So, no. How does, you know, I am yeah. excited about something coming up. I am excited because it's it's still geekery, and it's it's and I think it's romantic because the first one was. So this Friday is the release, I believe, of John Wick Two, starring Keanu Reeves. That's right. And if right. anyone, great action fucking flick. This motherfucker trained his ass off with guns. It is sexy shit. And the first one. It doesn't get more romantic than this. It's like they took his car, and then they, but then, oh, you take my car, that's one thing. Oh, she's, she's my number two. She's my, oh, she's my car. But you, like, kill my dog, the dog that my dying mm. wife left me. You're all oh. going to fucking die. So that oh, was the first yeah. one. So I don't know about this one. I, I don't know how they're going to, 
I don't know. A I don't know if it would just be like, you know. To John Wick. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> it, it, I do, though. The big buzz. So, don't, yes, I was going to say, don't. thank you for reminding John Wick come out. The Lego Batman movie also comes out this weekend with Will yeah, Arnett. Yeah, yeah. hysterical. I can't wait. No, I really want to see. Take, I love that. And, love and that. for those ladies out there that like the book, and I will say, I'll give them this. The second book is a teeny bit, teeny bit better than the first book. Fifty Shades Darker comes out. Ugh. I really Ooh. hated that movie with a passion. Yeah. No, I shouldn't have. And, it's and not I actually think, really, it's not what it is. And I don't even, the thing is, I don't even really, I, people think because I have this hat character that, you know, I'm BDSM, but like, I don't live a BDSM really lifestyle, although maybe I'm a little bit of a that's not even it, husband, you know, but like, it, whatever. It was a, <laughs> It's a tone thing. The movie, the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know no, how it doesn't. It it's more, it you know what it is at, at the heart is, like, if you're really in, like, if you're really, BDSM, the community considers, it, considers itself like you're in a healthy relationship. Like, this is something that it, yep. it's, like, between Consent both, and it's consensual completely. And it wasn't, they, I mean, they're going through contracts and shit in the first movie, but, like, it was not even at all. It was not well, even at all. Like, it's just, both it's parties just, have I, to find a. Both parties have to find areas where they're vulnerable. That's what happens, and it's kind of like I have this thing where like I didn't play D and D a lot, but like you can bring a lot of a lot of philosophical shit and a lot back to D and D, and like the way like people end up in parties, like your friends, like you like know. going through life or like this or everything, like the the you know the, prog- the progression of the story, yeah. like the party, like you, you gather a party in D and D. I don't. It's, I don't. You, you have to there's, there's give and I mean, take look, is what I mean very, with like. Yeah, like everyone has you an know, alignment, right? You know. Thank you. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, thank you. Good. <laughs> thank I you. Mean, there, there's a and, lot and you have a certain point. If you're good, if you're good in sure, some but... areas, you're bad in others because there's that compensation. Yep. You know. You... Right. You know, I, I don't diss on people that like the Fifty Shades of Grace movies in the books. There's millions of women out there. Oh that no, do, no, 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 no. That's fine. No, because it was. This is what it was. It was a fantastic way to introduce it to the mainstream. It's not really a women's empowerment story, and it really shouldn't be played that way. It should be played as sleazy as you get, because it's a sleazy story, and that's sleazy. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that's Mr. That's, that's not how they should do Oh, my God. Why don't they do, like, Fifty Shades of Grey with, like, Harley Quinn and, and like, the Joker? What the fuck? <laughs> yes. Dude? Yes. It's perfect. Mr. Grey. Well, I want to talk about the predominant submissive relationship. I want to talk about that. That's Harley Quinn and the Joker, one of the most terrifying but there's a, examples of that right? relationship, yeah, you know? Uh, that's what I saw the know, movie, basically. Like, he's fucking the Joker, and she's Harley. Like, all right, Mr. J. You know, like. Yeah, basically, that's true. Now, the second book is a little bit better because there's a scene with Benoit Balls that I actually thought was pretty funny. And, you know, there's a couple, like, the the, the mood, except for the, and there's, like, a stalker story about in it that's all right. But, you know, it really comes down to the chemistry of the characters. And the girl, girl the do, I actually think Dakota Johnson plays a pretty good Anastasia. I actually think she's fine. I don't like Christian, the guy that plays Christian at all. He is not, like John Oliver said, Hashtag not my Christian, you know, because they don't have any chemistry together at all. And the only way no, they hated each other on set. I read about that. And you can tell, you can tell they don't. They hated. They did not like each other. So 
so when I saw that there was a second movie, I just started. I when I, honestly like nothing about the movie, but just because of that comment that I read, I saw that there was gonna be another movie. And I just started giggling. <laughs> for actors, <laughs> I'm like for real, and even and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, but I, I, I'm sure it's gonna do well. It's one of the, it's one of the only, it's only only Valentine's Day releases this year. So, but I'm gonna be going watching the Lego Wood movie with my daughter, the Lego Batman. Right. Movie, and, uh, nice. So anyway, nice. we're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to thank Aaron Marie again for earlier and and Days of the Dead and all the people and Nathan and everyone that helped us out. Bonnie, thank you for being on the show as usual. We uh, thank you for a great time this weekend i am so hope we see each other in person again sooner than later and, and you know, so it, much you you know it. it oh my god He's and cool. queenie i'm so glad you found your mic because you sounded great tonight <laughs> and i'm so glad oh, thank you that i'm so glad you're here and we're gonna she's try really to here she's really with her yeah. she's really here i'm not just so we love you and we're going to get oh, you up you one of these too. things at some point. we got to get you it. Oh, yeah. We're, we, we'll will, do it. we will figure it out. We will figure it out. I and then we'll have a two coven. Yes. Even if you guys, even if I can't make it and you corners. guys got to do your own thing, whatever, just like do it. We got to do what we got to do. We got to right. touch. We got to touch souls and energy. Magic happens. All that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually dancing around my kitchen on my tiptoes right now and like sauntering because I'm so drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think <laughs> All it's right, time ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're completely <laughs> out of time, but please join us again on the 28th of February. That's in three weeks, Tuesday, the 28th, when we do our Oscar recap because we're going to watch the Oscars. I will be live tweeting the Oscars on that Sunday. So go to my profile and you'll see me do that. And don't forget, we are always available on streaming. Check our back episodes up on Stitcher, on iTunes. And thank you again. Much love and good film hunting. We're going to leave you once again with the Clasket Creatures and their track, Blood Junkies, which is my favorite track off their new record, Deranged. Once again, good film hunting. Blessed be. Good night, everybody.